ladies and gentlemen back at it again apologies for i don't even want to use the word lateness or whatever man you know when you when you do your own pod you're on your own type of schedule also you know life and stuff happens or whatever but back at it again man sometime we gamers and before we break in this week's talented guest or whatever y'all already know the vibrations or whatever hot mook summer go make sure to go check out all the stuff we got available and everything man new um Everyone loves the sunshine playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. You know, adding some more stuff to that and everything this weekend or whatever. Maybe we have some dope ass drops or whatever. I still have not finished the Uzi album. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, but yeah, make sure to go check that out. And of course, or whatever, you know, streamers merch. Go check out the homie over there. You know, get your Mook Dog merch or whatever. You know, what I'm saying rock with the kid. You know, like everybody was saying like, yo, the Mook the has fire, the koozie's fire. Go get you some, yo, ball and shorts coming soon for the kid or whatever. You know, maybe a t-shirt or something. Maybe I, I just say fuck t-shirts. Go get a hoodie because by the time I blink, it's gonna be getting chilly here. But I doubt it because it's 95 like every freaking day down here, down south or whatever. But Y'all not here to hear me complain about this or whatever, man. Coming, hailing over from, as some people would say, the best side, the west side or whatever. I don't know about all that or whatever. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm so, like, just torn between so many things or whatever because, yo, to be real or whatever, you guys cannot see his beautiful mug right now, but I can. It's an audio platform. But I don't know if we have, like, Kevin Love in a, like, a, a the Golden Knights um, jersey. I don't know if it's Joey Gallo or if it's actually a player for the Golden Knights because who the fuck hockey play? I don't know if I can name five hockey players respectfully. That one being said, man, y'all know them. You love them. This is long overdue or whatever. Excited we can finally get it done for the people or whatever. Welcome the man, the myth, the legend, the man behind all of the action. Lefty touch to the pod. What's goody, baby? Pretty good, man. How are you? It is, it is, it is late over here on the east side and everything, and I am, I, I just popped a beer because how, what else can I do for the lefty episode, bro? Well, I mean, I'm not gonna hold it against you for you know trying to relax and and, and just chill, you know. So I, I mean, see lefty's mug. I get a little like you know, I don't, I don't even know what word to come up with or whatever. So I'm just like you know. I mean, there's a few I could think of, uh, like Adonis. Uh, maybe like chiseled. Uh, oh, okay. You know, like you know, I think of a few others, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much. You know, you never, never, never. I'm very humble, like the most you humble know, but, person but, but, I know. I, I got so much that we're gonna get into and everything, or whatever. And of course, you know, like I'm, it's it's a running joke, or whatever. We're like, you know, me and left, me and lefty Loki got a beef or whatever. That's actually not a beef, but you know, it, it's just it's a joke, guys. It's a joke. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's always if you guys can't get the jokes or whatever. I mean, what are you really doing? But, you know, I'm a firm believer in uh, if you are not constantly fucking with someone, then you truly, truly do not care about them. And that's that is very I, I like that. It's very important to me. OK. I, I, of course, you know, the people normally know how this start and everything, whatever. We haven't dropped in a couple of weeks, but that don't mean nothing. Hey, man, you know, stuff be happening or whatever. People be like going through things or whatever. But. With that one being said or whatever, of course, you know, I have to ask this and I got to know. I feel like we already know it's kind of self-explanatory, but how did you come up with your name exactly, my good sir? I actually came up with my name. I had someone give me the name in high school because when I was a freshman and a sophomore, I was the only lefty on the JV team. And, 
So I didn't end up playing varsity until my junior year. So both years that I was on JV, they would just like I would pitch and, you know, I'd have a good game and everyone in the field would just start singing. He's got the lefty touch. It was like, you know, like a candy shop type thing. Right. That was just the thing. So our second baseman came up with that. And that just that's how it kind of came about. I'm so. glad you explained that for the young kids or whatever. Be like, yo, what is this candy shop? So whatever, you yeah, know, we're a little you know. bit older, man. On well, top know, of that was one of my trolls or whatever. When I would see Lefty in the stream or whatever, I'm like, yo, Streets out here actually saying that Lefty's a righty or whatever, respectfully. No, no. Can, 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 no. can you counteract that? Oh, um, okay. So um, my whole life, I did nothing but pitch. So I had Tommy John back in 2009. So I have a giant scar running up my left elbow. So that could potentially confirm that I threw with that arm. So that's point number one. Point number two is that my left shoulder just got replaced. And it was a torn rotator cuff, torn labrum, partially torn bicep. And then I had a bone spur on my collarbone that was like rubbing up against. So that also came from um, potentially me uh, uh, throwing with that arm my whole life. So, yes, in fact, I am a lefty. Now, lefty, you know I'm going to troll you and everything. I've been trolling you whatever. I, I'm going to say with all this or whatever. Do we know that, like, your left arm is not a confirmed paid actor where, like, you just – you could you just, like, is this, is this a false scar? Does it rub off, like, like tattoos or whatever? Like, I mean – like, have, have you been in one of the Fast franchise or whatever? You look like a bunch of extras. Like, talk to Con- us, man. Confirmed, I have not. Confirmed, I have not. Okay. All right. But, you know, like, I, uh, there, there is some uh, physical agony that still comes about every once in a while. Like, imagine waking up in the middle of the night with your arm pinned under your body, and you can't move it, and it feels like you snapped your arm. Like, it feels like you just, like, snapped one of the bones in your forearm mm. it feels like that for about 10 minutes and then it goes away that happens every so often jesus yeah so you, yeah. you know what a matter of fact well since you're on it or whatever we, like we're gonna get more into this show later on or whatever but since we're talking about like baseball we're talking about you and younger days and everything and i was even gonna make the joke of like bro we're both older we're both a little bit washed or whatever you just confirmed the washness of just you know like waking up with pain but Talk to us about the beginning of what I'm going to just say your baseball career and how far did you go? What else did you like? What other positions did you play besides obviously pitcher? You know, just give us the whole like, you know, the rundown there. Uh, Well, being left handed, you're kind of limited to other positions that you can play on the field. So, yeah, I played a lot of first base, played a lot of right and left field because I wasn't uh, I wasn't uh, equipped with enough speed to play center field. So uh, I usually played a corner outfield spot or first, but there was a period of my life where I was a uh, solid catcher. I was a pretty solid catcher. So, but uh, when you get to a certain level of ball, they're like, uh, yeah, bro, we don't do left-handed catchers. Like it just doesn't work like that. So they didn't want, um, what was my man name or whatever everybody was using earlier? Was it Kondo? Uh, well, I think Kondo throws right-handed but he bats left-handed who am i thinking of or whatever that was a left-handed catcher or my tripper there was ah, fuck i want to say there was a couple i can't remember though 
Like, I can't remember off the top of my head. Is people screaming at us right now in the headphones? Like, you idiots. It's such like, and such. such and so. like, you guys suck. You guys are dumb. Yeah, I'm like, you know yo, it. we just talked oh, about being old it. and yeah. washed, bro. I barely remember what I ate two days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, fuck. Don Mattingly was a left-handed second baseman. All right, fucking, that's confirmed. Legitimate left-handed middle infielder. Okay. So, I'm just I saying, we're versatile. All right. Don't hold so, it against us, so we use a different hand than all the rest of you. You, you told us earlier and everything, you got to a certain point or whatever, with like, you know, JV, varsity. Did you play past high school? Like, was there some college ball? Like, you yeah. know, okay, yeah. Like, talk to us about this this university. So, you ain't got to get into too much details. It's your choice. So I didn't start pitching until I was like 15. So Interesting. Okay. I, I came up as like a contact hitter. Like, just like, I was really good at just like spreading the ball around. Um, I kind of put on some weight in high school, and then as I started, like, working it out, it became muscle. So they were like, man, maybe we should, like, stand up your stance a little bit. Maybe we should open it up a little bit and see if we can get you to start, like, driving the ball for power. So I had a coach who, like, completely changed my approach at the at the plate, and I started becoming, like, a dude who would just hit balls into, like, the right center. Like, I was a pure – I became a pure pull hitter, just <coughs> hitter. And it was like a completely different ball game for me. And then being left-handed, they were always like, yeah, maybe you should pitch. You should pitch. I didn't have the patience. Like I didn't, like I couldn't deal with the, like the mental aspect of it. I would get pissed off if people made errors and, and shit like that. Like I would lose my mind. So they never let me pitch. And then finally it was just like, all right, let's give it a shot. And I, you know, started throwing like three quarters like, like I pitched a little bit freshman, sophomore year. Like, I pitched every few games, I would say, you know. But I really started pitching my junior year. And that was, like, every day. Every fucking day. All I did was fucking work out bullpen and fucking pulls and all the, you know, pitcher bullshit. Like, they took the bat out of my hand a little bit. Right. You know? It was just, like, a different... It was, like, a different gig, you know? So... I don't know. I, it was it was difficult to start, and then I just started getting better and better and better, and then eventually I just became like, in my mind, was just unhittable. You know, my senior year I was eleven and one with a sub er sub one ERA and over a hundred strikeouts. I lost one game on a passed ball in the bottom of the seventh inning, and it, I mean it was my fault. I threw the ball. I spiked a slider like. 57 feet you know it bounced like two feet in front of the plate and went right by my catcher so Mm. but and then um yeah no it got to the point where it was like oh yeah you know we have this scout ball team and you know we have these travel ball teams and we have you know like all this shit and i ended up growing up with um like joe kelly and lucas duda and okay um i don't know if you remember old running back from uh the vikings toby gerhardt he was the back. I do actually. I yeah. Be, I'm one of those yeah, so I heard I that up, name in a hot minute. I grew up with those guys. So being around those guys, I got a pretty good amount of exposure because they were fucking studs, you know. So right. scouts were all over them and it was just like, huh, who's this uh who's this lefty? You know? 
So it got to the point where I started getting, you know, phone calls to play on certain teams and stuff like that. And then it got to the point where um, I ended up in Yuma at Ray Kroc Stadium, which is like a a double A affiliate stadium down there. And I pitched against a team uh, called Arizona Western. It's a junior college down in Yuma. And I ended up throwing a no hitter against them. And there were a few scouts that were in the stands that day and I ended up I ended up having two phone calls I got to have two phone calls with two scouts in my in my life one was from the Astros and one was from the Reds okay and uh yeah so they were like are you going to college do you want to go to college you know and I was like I you know I I mean I do want to go to college but I want to go to the right college and so when it came time I had I had a D2 offer full ride to a place called Newman University, which was in Kansas. And I was like, I really don't want to go to fucking Kansas. Look, I wasn't trying to disrespect Kansas, but I was like, so, yeah, no, Kansas. so. And then the second, <laughs> the second one was a, it was a, it was a, another D2 school that I had um, a full ride offer from. And it was called Bacon University. And that was in Muskogee, Oklahoma. And I was like, I don't really want to go to fucking Bro, that Oklahoma. sounds like a Canadian town or whatever. Like, what <sighs> in the Friday Night Lights is, is happening? You know, I didn't want to go to fucking Kansas or Oklahoma. Dude, I was living in Garden Grove. I was living 10 minutes from the fucking beach. It was a 10-minute bike ride to the fucking beach. I didn't want to go to the fucking middle of nowhere. I was having a blast. And so... Yeah, so I was like, you know what, you know, I, I'm, you know, talking to these scouts, I'm, you know, at that certain point, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go, do, I'm gonna go to JUCO for a couple years and hone a little bit more and, and get drafted, you know, because I'm only gonna, you know, I figured I was like, oh yeah, I'm only gonna get better, you know, I'm gonna get stronger, I'm gonna get a little bit beefier, you know, get a little bit more velocity on the fastball. I figured, you know, I was just like, I was gonna improve. But, Big beefcake, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt or whatever. Let me hear some of the pitches that you were throwing at this time. Sorry. Okay, so I started off with just fastball, curveball, slider. And then I had a coach in my senior year of high school who taught me how to throw a really nice changeup, like a really nice changeup. So then I added that. And then when I got into college, um, I – I started like experimenting with like two seam fastballs, but like with different types of finger pressure and different positioning of where my fingers were as far as like, you know, like where the laces were like different, Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, so like I would start throwing like, like these two seamers, but I would throw across the seams and they would just get like this weird kind of like tailing action it wasn't like a sinker it wasn't like a cutter or anything like that it was just basically it it was just a fastball with life is what i would say you know it was just it had movement and it was kind of random you know it was almost like throwing like a it was almost like a fucking knuckleball fastball you know but not a knuckleball it was just like i didn't know which way it was going to snap off but i knew that if i threw it in the middle of the zone that it would get them to you know go after it and it would just snap off and it was nice so yeah that was what i had they had um i had a few scouting reports out there one of them had me uh it was like a a younger you know non-developed version of a johan santana because 
I had um, like the three quarter release, and then I had the really nice slider, and then I had the really nice change up, and you know my velocity was sitting in like the low 90s. You know I was you know averaging anywhere from like 89 to 92. I did end up topping out at 96, and that was my senior year of high school. That was the, that was the only time a gun registered me over 95. So, but um, it all uh, it was all taken from me. At least that's how I feel. Talk to me. I am I'm so invested in this story right now, bro. So, I had a fall ball game when I was in college. And I ended up throwing three innings, and it wasn't the best three innings that I've ever had, but they wanted me to get three innings of work in because it was fall ball, you know? So, right. you know, go out there, get three innings of work in. If you get shelled, you get shelled. You know, who gives a fuck? So I went out there, and I probably threw, like, 23 or 24 pitches each inning for three innings. So, you know, I had a pretty significant pitch count by the end of the day. Um, so the next day at practice – our pitching coach comes up to me and he's like, Hey, you know, um, you had a real big problem with command yesterday. And I was noticing that, uh, the worst of it was your curveball. So I think what we're going to do today, we're going to take you down to the bullpen and we're just going to have you, you know, we're just going to have you throw some curveballs, snap off some curveballs until you can get them over for a strike. Well, I explained to him and I was like, Hey man, that's not how my curveball operates. It was like right. a, it was like a rainbow, like a Barry Zito type 12-6 curveball, like a floater almost. It was a 58-foot curveball. It wasn't meant to be a strike. It was a strikeout pitch. It was something that was going to lob up there, and then it was just going to drop off the table right when it hit the plate. And it was something that people swang through constantly. So I explained that to him. I was like, it's not a strike pitch. It's a strikeout pitch. I said, so for you to do that would be pointless. And he got all pissed off about that. And he's like, you know what? We're still going down there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. People Went don't down like to, to be wrong or whatever is what I've noticed. Oh, yeah. No, I was – I mean, I, was, I wasn't I was happy about the situation. But I wasn't going to, like, chance, you know, losing my spot in, you know, like, the rotation or whatever. 100. You know? So I was just like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I, I didn't I didn't give a shit. So I went down to the bullpen. I started throwing off curve, started snapping off curveballs. Obviously, wasn't getting them over for strikes because that's not how it was meant to be thrown. So what I was doing is I was trying to overextend my reach to see if I could get that extra couple inches to see if maybe it would just drop into the catcher's glove. Well, what I did was on the last like three that I threw, mm-hmm. like I kind of like dipped down as far as I could to get like the largest arm circle that I possibly could. And I snapped off one curveball. and dude, I swear to God, it sounded like a fucking M80 went off in my elbow. Like it popped. And I mean, popped. I hit the ground immediately just writhing in agony. Like I was just like fucking screaming. All right. I was, I was in heat cooking. He was just like, all right, all right, all right, all right, you know, after that and after everything was done. Um, so I had ice on it. I was finally chilled out. I was finally, you know, mellow. I was able to move everything. So I was just like, what the fuck was that? You know, like right. nothing broke, nothing. Like I was still had like movement and everything. I didn't, I wasn't throwing or anything, but I was like, you know, what the fuck was that? And he comes up to me and he goes, so, uh, so what are you hurt or are you embarrassed? 
because when What's I the fuck? wait, so check this out. When I threw that pitch, when I threw that pitch, the ball came out of my hand and landed about two feet in front of me. And so he thought I was faking it to try to play it off like I didn't fuck up. He thought I was faking the injury to make it seem like I didn't just, you know, fuck up a curveball and throw it a few feet in front of me. Um, so I went and saw an orthopedic. They took an x-ray. At that time, they just took an x-ray. Um, there was no structural damage whatsoever. So what they did was they shot me up with cortisone. And they were like, um, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, but nothing's broken, nothing's dislocated or anything like that. So we, we think you, uh, you know, you might have like strained something or, or something like that. But, you know, just take it easy for a couple weeks, let the cortisone take take effect and then go back to throwing if you want. So uh, I went back and I pitched for like another month and a half and I just like kept losing velocity. Like I could just feel myself like throwing slower Mm-hmm. and like i normally had pain in the arm after i pitched anyways but it was like a different type of pain like it's like a it's almost like a gym workout type pain but this was like a sharp sharp weird pain so i went back to the orthopedic and had an mri and they were like um yeah so your ucl is uh completely shredded and you also have pretty significant nerve damage mm. in, in your elbow. So um, mm. we're going to go ahead and have to do surgery. So I went and saw this guy. His name was Dr. Merzion, and he studied directly under Dr. Job. So he was actually like a, a pretty good Tommy John specialist. Like he had right. done John on, on, you know, multiple baseball players. So I was like, all right, cool. Um so yeah, they took a tendon out of my forearm. They drilled a hole in my elbow. They, they figureated the tendon through the elbow. They stuck a screw in it. And then what they had to do because there was so much nerve damage is they had to deaden the nerve and then transplant it. So there's a portion of my ulnar nerve, my funny bone nerve, right? That is that is in my forearm, and then there's a portion of it in my bicep, and there's nothing in my elbow whatsoever. So. Yeah. My uh, my wife finds it hilarious that she can yank on the fucking hair on my arm and I can't feel it. So when she gets mad and she wants to take her anger out on me, she rips on my arm hair on my left arm. Allegedly. She, th- she thinks it's the funniest fucking thing ever. You, you can't let them find out that something bothers you or whatever. Then they just do it. Also, allegedly. But eh, who cares? I can't feel shit. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I literally have no fucking funny bone in my left elbow. So, but, uh, so yeah, I feel like I had, I had my life taken away from me because you have to remember, dude, all I did was play baseball and football my whole life. That's all right. I did. I didn't. Well, um, what, what position were you playing in football? Huh? Um, I was a outside linebacker and I was a fullback. TBT though, fullback. Because we ran, because we had, um, we had a dude, um, Ronnie Bass, he was a, uh, he was a big beefy dude and he just liked to run people over. So he would basically like use me as like a torpedo in a power eye. He would put his hand 
on the top of my back in between my shoulders and he would literally like he would go now and i would dip my helmet down and he would launch me into the first person that came through the line and we had it was a beautiful system it was a beautiful system well so you were a battering lamb yeah basically i was a blocker that's all i did i never ran the ball i did nothing but block on offense so i I respect the you know just putting the team first i like this it was oh dude i had a blast i had a blast I would lay people out. I would get laid out sometimes, but I had a fucking blast. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. But, yeah. But, uh... I, I, I'm I, just upset about this, because I'm like, yo, you potentially could have been on this Astros team that was out here begging on trash cans. I'm, I'm oh just spending you over here, like, how much effort... And we're, we're getting we never, you to being a team I, guy. We never... We would never... I, I, like... Was I a good pitcher in the eyes of a lot of people? Yes, I was I was serviceable. I was really yeah. serviceable. Um, I don't think I had what it took to to actually like make the show. I'm if 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 that were the case and I and it did end up following through and I did end up getting drafted, I might have spent a few years in the minors, but I would have done I had a couple buddies who played you know, in certain systems, and then they both went to Mexico. They both went to the Mexican Professional League, and they have, they're the two happiest dudes I've ever known. So I ain't mad at I, that either. I'm I not. probably would have done that. So let, let, let's, let's, let's keep it 100 here, too, whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, biased aside or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm always rooting for you or whatever. Yeah. You you definitely could have been what let's say double A triple A whatever at least mm, I I wouldn't even go that far like I might have been like a high A maybe you know like high A farm or like an FCL like un- unless something unless something drastically changed you know like if if I ended up like you know humping up like ninety eight or ninety nine or some shit like that then maybe maybe I would make you know the higher levels or the show but where i was throwing i was like it, it was like d1 quality you know i would say i would say right. it was a, i would say i was a solid i would have been a solid d1 pitcher if i went to a d1 school so last thing i'm gonna ask about this or whatever if you had your choice of d1 school what would you, where would you love, love to go Fucking Arizona State, baby. <laughs> Sun Devil. Okay. Talk. Oh my, you have no, dude. I loved, I loved it. So when I played pony ball, the very when we played pony ball, they didn't do um, professional teams. They did college teams. Right. And so the first two years of pony ball, I was on, I was on the Sun Devils. So I had like you know hats and you know shirts and shit. So I just started repping the sun devils and then you know as i got older it was like oh yeah bro asu is like a fucking massive party school and i'm like really Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) all right i'll have to look into that and oh yeah no they're definitely right i've had some good times down in arizona all right fucking like tempe and all those surrounding cities outside of phoenix oh yeah those are good times good times Hey, I'm I'm rocking with it, man. I, I feel like we're already here with baseball or whatever, so let's just stay on baseball for a while here. So, like, let's go to the beginning of how far back do you go with MLB The Show? Obviously, I met you, what was this, like, was, I met you in 21 or 22. I feel like it was 21. 22. Was it 22? It was, 
It was April of 20. It was right after I had my shoulder surgery. Got you. Okay. So. So how, how far back do you go with this game? Take, take us back, man. I go, dude, I go back to like when, you know, Chipper was on the cover in 01. and Dang. You know, Okay. Like, you know, Ortiz on the cover in 06. And, you know, it was fucking, you know, like. We all played it. We all loved baseball games. I also played a lot of the 2Ks, like the MLB 2Ks. Like I played I played the fuck out of 2K6. Like oh my god, like a ridiculous amount of 2K6. Like the fucking soundtrack from that game is burned into my skull for the rest of my life. You sound like me with was Ben Wallace on 2K4 or 5? Five. Uh wait, Ben Wallace was 2K5. I have that one. Like I still listen to the hieroglyphics to this day yes. because of that video game. Yes, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, video game soundtracks play an integral role in your life as an adult. I promise you that because I feel like there I, was, was, it, was it you that got that joint popping on Twitter a couple of weeks back. Whatever we were talking about video game soundtracks. I think I went in there and was like, yo. NCAA 06, the one with um uh Desmond Howard on the cover. I, I'll give him yes. from 06 or 07. Don't at me, bro. That shit slapped. Dude, there were so many like random ass beats on like Madden games or 2Ks or like shit like that, and you were just like, who the fuck is this? What the fuck? What am I listening to right now? You know, right. and back then, back then we couldn't, you know, fucking oh, so let's check on Spotify. You know, like right, we had to, Shazam. We had yeah, to like really we had to fucking LimeWire that shit. Right, we had to fucking get on LimeWire and then we had to start like typing in lyrics and hope and pray to God that some dumb motherfucker was thinking the same thing we were thinking, and they were just like coming up with random words from the song and they put that as the file name and you're like, that's the song, and then you would get it right. Lefty, embarrassing take right here, whatever. I think I just found out what Royster Five Nine Boom was a couple of years ago, whatever. And I lost my shit because I'll never forget like the early days or whatever of like looking up fucking highlights of my favorite players or whatever. And yeah. like somebody put a Royce that that same Royster Five Nine song on a D Wade joint, and I was like, Yo, what is this song? This shit heat. <laughs> I had no clue what that song was for years. I didn't know where to go, where to start there, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's funny, like, like I'll go into, like, certain people's streams and, you know, like, a song will come on and they'll be like, oh, man, this is a really good song. And I'll just, like, type in the, the title of the game. It's just, like, Madden 12. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, bro, this is on Madden 12. Like, trust me. And they're like, I'm going to look that shit up. And they're like, no shit, Lefty. How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> bro, I, I, I remember weird shit. Right. No, no, no. I, I like that, and I respect that about you, or whatever. Because I feel like you know we go to certain things or whatever. Where like you could just be like, yo, I was outside. Like I remember, <laughs> like you, you, you probably like myself or whatever. I literally, you know, funny story. I tweeted this just earlier, right? And you probably don't even know what the hell I'm talking about or whatever. You, um, are you a Catronada fan? A what? Catronada. Catronada. Nah, I, I can't he's, say he's, a, he's a DJ, right? And okay. you know, it's, it's just one of the drawers where like he just gets like these funky ass house type. Like I don't even know what house music actually is, but I like him, right? Yeah. And when I first moved to you know the city I live in now and everything, or whatever, and like you know my boy was already here, and like that whole summer, or whatever. I just remember like you know either rocking with him or rocking with other homies or whatever. And every time I think of summer, that Catronada album just pops in my head. And I'm like, it still hits to this day. And it's been seven years. And I'm just like, I, I still know every fucking song of there. Just like, yeah. It, 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 I remember all those years ago and just, you know, this was fun. And 
that album or like you know we, we go back and like I'm, I'm sure you're probably like me where it's like can you talk oh, about yeah. oh Matt you like you said Madden 12 like you you certain shit where it's just like oh yeah I remember like hearing the fuck oh, yeah. out of this or whatever on this yeah. time in this place here yeah exactly like it's just like oh yeah no I know exactly where that's from you know it's like oh yeah no I remember listening to the song running fucking you know, quarterback sneak drills with Michael Vick in 04, you know, like when he was a 99 speed and 99 agility and you were just sitting there running amok on people and you were just laughing your ass off and you were just jamming out to the Madden 04 soundtrack, you know. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask it now or whatever, man. I, I, I don't know if I can tell you. I mean, if you want to do your favorite sound like gaming soundtrack of all time now, you can. But I'm going to say give us your top five or top three. I got to know this now. Top fives, okay. Sound like soundtracks, yeah. Soundtrack like like songs off soundtracks or actual like full slow soundtracks. Okay, all right. Well, um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, FIFA 06 is one okay. of them. FIFA 06 had a lot of really like different like you got a like a lot of European music. You got a lot of like you know different like shit and it was you know it was a lot of good stuff too you know like you got like jamiroquai and you got like you know like just like a bunch of like different like random songs instead of just like what you hear on a regular basis you know so that kind of like got me interested in like different types of music like fifa 06 really got me interested in different types of music so i'm gonna go ahead and say that's one of them um I would have to say Madden 12 mm-hmm. is up there. Madden 12 is definitely up there. Who's on the cover of Madden 12? Fucking Peyton motherfucking Hillis, baby. I had that game then. Okay. <laughs> that was the last year. That was the last year you got a good franchise mode. That was a good. That was the last year you got a good franchise mode. Yeah, because well, the next year in 13 with Calvin Johnson on the cover is the first year they came out with the connected franchises. So you lost that like free range franchise mode that you were so used to in all the other Madden games. That's when they changed it was 2K thir- or not 2K but in Madden 13. So yeah, I'll never forget that. I was I was severely disappointed with that bullshit. Okay? I'm just saying. Back, back to your list we're at um number 3 here. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be like cliche as fuck, but it's really, really, really hard to not just jam the fuck out to MLB twenty one. It's really hard. It was some heat out there. It really was. That was my intro to this, you know? Like I listened like I listened to the songs on that soundtrack and like it literally takes me back. Like like it, like it, it's fucking wild. Like it literally takes me back to like that time period. Like I was living in a different house at the time, so mm-hmm. I had a completely different setup, you know. So like when I hear the music from that soundtrack, like I think of that setup. Like I think of playing in that particular setup. It's 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 different. It's just wild. So, but yeah, top three soundtracks. For sure. Love it. Love it. Um, 
Let's get into this year's game, man. So we, we're we're in MLB the show twenty three. You know, there's a lot of like just this, and there's a lot of that or whatever. I'm not even gonna just you know speak my mind on what the people know how I feel or whatever. This is your episode. Let's get into 23, bro. Like, talk anything you want to talk about with 23 sets and seasons. You know, we're literally recording this as far as, like, you know, we're they're coming out with, uh, what, the drafts or whatever. Or, like, the draft cards, the home run derby cards, and also, of course, the all-star yeah. game cards. Talk to us. Right, right. No, don't get me wrong. The content is – the content's great. You know what I mean? Like, to have – all the shit to grind and, and everything like that. I know people complain about the grind and but it's like that's like that's kinda like what you do. Like that's what the game is. Like that's Diamond Dynasty. You know? Like people are like, you know, oh well it's like I don't play, you know, Conquest and, you know, I don't play, you know, fucking showdowns and, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, but you've got fucking P fives in you all like every fucking all <laughs> right. nine hitters all nine hitters are in your lineup are fucking P five. How on earth can you say that you don't fucking like the grind? You just yeah, dumb dumb number that that that's one pet peeve of mine. But it's like the fact that it became. You know, like these programs where it was, oh yeah, you know, here here's this useless card and this useless card and useless card. Do all card. this or whatever to get a ninety-seven when you probably right, already got exactly. all the ninety-nine. Ex- exactly, like you, it's the ninety-seven grind instead of the ninety-nine grind. You know, and that's kind of bullshit in in my opinion. And this year, amongst all other years, obviously obviously they have gone very very heavy pay to play talk and, to us talk oh, to us well you okay well think about it all right the top four or five cards in the game are all what uh diamond uh, duos no what do you, come on uh, you tell it you okay. no think about it think about it the best cards in the game okay we started yeah. off with a two-way 99 diamond the yeah. second card we second second one we got was um oh god what was the second one i can't remember what was in uh it, the, oh uh um uh, oh fuck i can't remember whatever they're fucking chase pack cards okay the fucking chase pack cards are the only cards this year that are blowing people away you know it used to be you know, back in like twenty and twenty one, like ranked rewards were fucking insane. Yeah. Every single time, every see, you know, like every season, the ranked rewards were absolutely batshit. Now it's just like, what's the point? Like I don't like cool. What about know? the people that will ca- try and counteract you and say, oh well, you could just go into rank co op or whatever with your buddies and get those cards? Which I mean, what's the we complained the year before that about um, not having any rewards in rate co-ops. I'm glad they actually did it. But go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, I know someone's going to say it. Well, no. I mean, for the co-op. Like, they actually gave us a reason to play co-op. Like, you have to remember, like, with all the co-op that we played last year, like, we we kind of felt like we were the only ones who were doing it because we were able to get a group of six people together and do a 3v3 and we were able to fucking snipe each other every goddamn time do you know that's still not a thing or whatever of like you can like pick to play your homies at co-op yeah or or friendly co-op or whatever i don't even know the technical term i guess wait 
I think well, I thought there was casual co-op, but I still don't think you can play with your friends. Yeah, you still can't play with your friends. Yeah. Like I mean, you, yeah, you can, yeah. but you can't play against your friends. There we go. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. It, it makes no. It makes no goddamn sense. So, like I said, the the fact that they put rewards in for co-op, that's great. But the fact that they coupled them with solo ranked rewards, it takes away from the people who fucking who worked their asses off to get World Series. Like, do you have any? Like, I I could never ever imagine getting to nine hundred ever. So, like, they just completely fuck over the people who actually go for that grind, you know? And it's like, it feels like the same thing with BR, you know? Like, everyone, it's like, at the beginning of the year, everyone plays BR because they want that 12 win, you know, the 90 plus. Because they want to finish collections, and what better way to do it than getting, you know, 12 win rewards. So, my whole thing is, like... The BR cards that they've released, like the BR reward cards, like they're just not, they're not overwhelming by any means. And I feel like they should be. I feel like you should be rewarded more for completing the harder challenges because you can get the same goddamn reward if you just sit there, oh, you play fucking, I'm going to play 80 BR innings and I'm going to get 14 strikeouts and I'm going to get 13 extra base hit, you know, and I'm going to get the same amount of points as someone, you know, to get it, to get the same card that someone's going to get from winning 12 fucking games in a row in one of the most competitive modes in fucking sports gaming, in my opinion. Like, uh, it makes no fucking sense. It it just it like the elites are just like like they're just getting shafted because it's just like yeah fucking you know I went you know six ranked games in a row hit nine hundred got this ranked reward and then you've got some fucking you know Timmy fucking oh well me and my friends fucking froze off seven people and we got the same reward that you did. <laughs> And you just want to fucking stab yourself in the throat. So, yeah, it takes away from the experience, in my opinion. You know, they fucked the marketplace by overloading us with binder fodder, in my opinion. That's all these <laughs> yeah. cards are. Yo, yo, I heard some. I heard one of the homies say it best or whatever and everything. Yo, big anime guy. He's like, yo, MLB, we got filler nowadays. What the hell? Yeah, bro. Like, that's like literally that's what it is. Like, that's all they're doing, you know? Like, this whole, like, like great example, this whole Kaiju program, you know? Like, they, they, like, fucking, they switch up the packs, and they start putting different shit in the packs, you know? When you open a standard pack, and you see blue lights, you expect to see a 90-plus live series, Okay, when you see those blue lights in a standard pack, that is something extremely special to people who play this game. To see those blue lights in a standard pack. Okay? Because they're so fucking hard to get. And then you see those blue lights, and it's a fucking 90 overall kaiju card that's worth 8 fucking K stubs. Also, okay. God forbid if you get something set one or whatever, and that's not allowed in writing anymore. Well, it's let's just, plant go up. Yeah, it's it's just like they they almost get off 
on this shit. Like, they, I, I feel like they like they enjoy the troll to an extent because, like, I don't know, maybe they think it gives them some sort of like clout or you know, like, any, you know, oh, uh, you know, any press is good press type, you know, shit. Like, like, yeah, well, people are fucking sh- the people who actually play this game, the actual consumer, the real consumer of this game has legitimate gripes and they refuse to address them you know and i understand they have to make their nut there's a bottom line there's a bottom line for fucking everything we're in america capitalism fucking rules all the mighty dollar runs everything so yeah they're gonna obviously want people to pay to play but they don't have to fucking turn into ea you know, they're they're a small ass studio. They're a small development company. They're not fucking Electronic Arts. They're not fucking Blizzard. You know, like nobody knows who fucking San Diego Studios is outside of the MLB community. One hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. So you're getting way too fucking big for your britches, all right? And you're alienating a lot of fucking people who put a lot of time, money, and effort into this game and you know like i like i said i feel like at a certain point they are doing certain things to generate clout or to generate press or to generate you know popularity or you know anything whatsoever so i don't know and and we're the only ones who pay for it that's my whole thing you know the last thing I'm gonna ask you, whatever, at least as far as the show and everything, man. You know, we're middle of the way here and all this. Um, will you continue to be playing and everything and streaming it? And are, are you, are you? I mean, or are you? Is it just is, is certain shit just rubbing you the wrong way? Because I've seen a lot of people saying, "Yo, I'm almost done with this. Talk to me." Look, we all, we all have deep down, we all have the same opinion. Yeah, deep down, we all hate the fact that we love this game we hate we hate the fact that we keep going back to the boyfriend who's giving us the black eyes because we just can't fucking help how good it feels when the good shit happens you know what i mean yeah. It's almost like it's almost like fucking you know, I mean I've never done heroin but I can almost imagine that it's the same imagine concept. What it's gonna be like. like hey man what happened today? Oh my god, I played 7 event games. I won all 7 event games. I hit 16 home runs and I only gave up 2 runs total. And then the next day you're fucking sitting there and you're fucking scratching your fucking neck and you're just like I I've had I've had I've had, I've had six perfect perfect lineouts to center field and I've and I've had uh, two perfect, perfect uh, fly balls in center field, but everything's great. Yeah, no, everything's great. We're getting along fantastically. It's it's, it's fantastic. fine. I'm fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I'm fine. You know, like it, it, it like it makes us all bipolar because the good times are really fucking good, and then the bad times make us question our existence. Jesus. Oh, let's bring the positivity back in this episode, man. Um, with that one being said, 
With that we, one being we, said. We spoke about it a little bit in pre-production and everything, man. And I didn't know that we were going to go here or whatever. I feel like we might have had this conversation, but I did not know or whatever. So at least like this part of like, you know, just with you or whatever. I'm, I got two questions or whatever. They're going to lead into each other or whatever. So the first one. You know, you were a big time supporter, or whatever, with the homies and everything. You were always with the guy in everyone's dream, whatever. You're still that guy, not trying to say that you're not that anymore, whatever. So I don't even want him to come off like that. But what was it that got it you to the point where you're like, hey, I'm gonna try this thing, I'm gonna stream or whatever. And also with that or whatever, I'm like, okay, when I saw you streaming something that was not MLB the show. Let's get into all things Final Fantasy for part two of this and also any other games that you would think that you would like to stream or whatever. But I really just want to talk about Final Fantasy with you. So, so that, that that was long-winded, but just no, go well, ahead. You know, you're not okay, a you're well, not okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Well, I don't. You you don't know this, but a lot of my closer friends basically that I'm I'm D, DJ ADD. So, like, I'm the type of dude who will like uh like play a song. And then, like, about a minute into it, I'll be like, ooh, I want to listen to this song instead. And I'll change it. And people are like, bro, we're listening to that. You didn't even finish the record. No, yeah, no, no. So it's just like, fuck, DJ ADD, bro, can you listen to a full song? That's how I am with video games, okay? Do you have any idea? Bro, on my Xbox right now, okay, I have a Series X, okay? Mm -hmm. I currently have a campaign going on Final Fantasy X. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 1. Okay. Stel- Stellaris. Um, I've been playing uh, AEW Final Fight because I uh, – or Fight Forever Fight. because I won yeah, that – Yeah, because Fight I won Fight. that uh, in Cody's giveaway, in Cody Hollis's giveaway. So – Let's go. Uh, I got that. Plus the MLB grind. Plus I've been having itches lately to play FIFA. Mm. So, so my – my video game brain is like is almost like this like vestibule where there's like six doors and I'm standing in the center of like a mirrored room and all of a sudden a door just opens and a random character pops out and I'm just like I want to do that right now and then I go into it <laughs> or about you know for about so Depending on what happens, it can last anywhere from about 15 minutes to like, you know, 10 or 12 hours. And I just get fixated. That's the ADD in me. You know, like certain seasons come out on MLB and Mm. it's like, it's like, how far along are you, Lefty? Oh, I've already done all the conquests. I've done all the showdowns. I've got about 78% of Team Affinity, you know, (laughs) like, and it's just like, bro, it's, it's been out for a day. Oh, I know. I know. And then there are other seasons where it's like, I haven't, t- I haven't touched it. I haven't touched it. Like, not a fucking thing. You know? Because I would just play random shit. You know? And I'll stream it. Like, why not? Like, I, I'm going to sit here and play a game, and I'm, I'm going to talk to myself anyways because I'm a fucking psycho. So I might as well go live and talk to other people who just randomly pop in. So that's why I stream. I stream for, you know, for company. Why not? You know, I love when people come around and hang out. Why not? I'm not like anything special to watch. I'm not. I think you are. I'm I'm not a crawdaddy when it comes to entertainment. I'm not a playful when it comes to gameplay. 
you know. But I like to have fun, and you know, I like people who want to swing by and have fun as well. There was a there was one night where I was like legitimately depressed, like legitimately depressed, because I was playing uh, I was playing that Hall of Fame league with Gnome and and Andretti and I don't I don't know bro I'm just not a Hall of Fame player you know like I I just don't have that gene in me like it's harder for me to react to you know fastball and you know it it's everything just moves a little too quick for me I guess so you know I mean there's no problem with you know being an all-star warrior and I don't mind but when I do try to play Hall of Fame and I suck, it fucking drives me up the wall. And one night I uh, I just kind of like sat there, dude, and I was just like moping. <laughs> like I was just like sitting in my chair with my head down buried in my chest. And uh, I raided Havoc. And I was sitting in chat and I was talking to Havoc. And uh, uh, Wost said something. He was like, you're still Great. alive. He was like, you're still live, bro. And I was like, oh, my bad. And so I went and I shut off my OBS. And he actually, like, reached out. And he was like, are you good, man? Like, you look really, like, you look depressed. And I was like, yeah, dude, that hurt. Like, that really hurt. And he was just like, some people aren't built for it, bro. I'm not built for it, you know. Just have to accept it. And I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. So, you know, he kind of talked some sense into me, which... Which I needed at the time, for sure. So, but other than that, man, I love it. I have fun. I just like to fuck around. I I, I love all of it. I'm I'm definitely not mad at it at all, bro. And I, I'm I'm gonna say this. I want to talk about this at least or whatever before we get into the final, you know, the second portion of this pod or whatever. Get to know you truly as a gamer and everything. And I actually, you know how everyone says, oh, I started streaming during the pandemic or whatever. I played my first Final Fantasy during the pandemic, and that was Final Fantasy X. I still have not completed it and everything. I, I, I'm i stuck, like, right before I'm about to fight old Papa Bear. No spoiler alert. The game came out in 2001. I'm sorry. Uh, but well, talk to us about just all things well, Final Fantasy, your fave, how far you go back. Just give me everything, bro. I'm here to, I'm here to discuss so, this. Final Fantasy X is actually my favorite Final Fantasy. It is one of my types, my top three RPG. Final Fantasy X to me, at the time that it came out, was the most cinematically focused game that I had ever experienced. And it was almost like watching an interactive movie. It was like it was like watching a movie and having control over certain aspects and like what you know like what you could potentially change and and things like that. And you have to remember, I was I mean I was fucking twelve when right. I came out, you know. So I I fell in love with the storyline. Like I can I can honestly say that that game made me cry a couple of times. The first time I played through it, like okay. I legitimately like the storyline to me is that good, like the way it's written, the way it's portrayed, the way that they went about it, and I just I think that 
it's a masterpiece in my opinion so yeah when you said final fantasy 10 i was like oh yeah that makes me i bought that deluxe joint with 10 and 10 too but like yo i'm about to take you back here whatever you said you were that age when it happened bro i remember like the commercials for 10 or whatever i still know a thousand what was it a thousand words or whatever because they made that shit seem like a movie with the commercials bro yes the kids man. nowadays will not understand bro like <laughs> like like we did not we couldn't just look on youtube and see okay this is what this game's gonna be like or whatever now if you didn't have blockbuster or something like that or whatever i mean you still had to like rent that joint but like you had to just throw your pesos down and say yo i mean i'm, I'm going full in well yeah and you remember it's like you have to remember like Back when you would go to Blockbuster and you would rent a game, you would get certain games that had demos on them. Oh, my God. You know, like, they would never put, a, like, a, a, an in-depth RPG in a demo mode, you know, like, secondary to another game. Like, I, I, it would just, it would make no sense. Like, nobody wants to play five minutes of a fucking 10-hour story without gameplay because the cinematics alone add up to around 10 hours so it's yeah it's a lot it's a lot of thought it was right when they came out with like in-game speech and so they took it to another level i mean they spent three years developing a game that came out in 2001 you know back then it was just like hey we got an idea for this game sweet here's the artwork sweet Develop, you know, here's the gameplay development. Here, here's this. All right, let's push it out. Let's just push it out. I'm gonna just say, and, and this was one of my running jokes or whatever, because yo, like, yo, you can go back and find old clips of this, Lefty. The first game I ever streamed, Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Like, like I'm the original you. homies I made before I knew all y'all MLB homies, it was dudes literally coming in there like, yo, I, I saw this. You said this was the first time you ever played Final Fantasy X. This was my yeah. favorite game of all time. And it, I, I'm still cool with a lot of those dudes to this day. Were yeah. like, they were just the chillest guys and just came in there and helped me out with a lot of shit. I probably definitely couldn't have done it by myself or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I know that game like the back of my hand, bro. It was one of my, uh, it was one of my infinite playthroughs. Like, also, that was when I got one of my first ever quote unquote mook um out here wilding out quotes of yo, never trust a chick with one green eye and one blue eye, respectfully. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Fuck, I can't remember what the name of that shit is. I know it's got a name for it where you have two different color eyes. Oh, I know Max Scherzer has it. Like monochrome, like I don't know, like monochrome something. Hey, but, nah, look, look, they might not know what we're talking about. The streets know what we're talking about, man. Yuna, her fine self is still, bro. One blue no, eye, one I, green eye. No, I know. No, she got the blue eye and the green eye, you know. But then you and got then like, it, and then 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 got shoes wearing that feet, that uh, that outfit for the streets. Oh, don't get me start. Don't get me started with that outfit. You're not here for don't the outfit. Don't get me started, dude. Dude, oh, I I pulled it. I pulled up F F ten today. And I looked at the FF2 trailer, and it was just like, damn, they put an ass on Yuna in X2. Mm. Where were they Where were they going? They were trying to keep up with us is what they were doing, okay? They were like, no, 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 no. That crowd liked the first one. That same crowd, we're going to make them like the second one. They're oh, a yeah. little bit older. They're a little bit more through puberty. Start putting tits and ass. Start putting tits and ass. Start wearing less and going out more. Yeah, there you go. There you go, okay? They stuck with a certain they stuck with a certain group and that group was us. Okay. 
Because you have to remember, okay? I tell a lot of people this. You have to remember, we grew up in a time where everything got to a point where it was so offensive that cancel culture had to start. So we got to experience the golden age of, like, fucking dirty, raunchy, fucking, like, comedy and you know we had access to you know the internet and you know in its infancy and we had you know like we were kids who knew how to run this shit better than our parents these kids don't know about like going to get the cds with a thousand hours of internet on it yeah yeah like fucking like dude we used to get aol discs in the mail and then we would fucking like play frisbee with the shit you know like we would throw <laughs> them at each other it was like fuck you know like kung lao when he throws his fucking hat in mortal Kombat. like we literally yeah, we just be throwing discs Kombat, i said it yeah so what's up i said best best character in mortal Kombat, respectfully kung lao all right i'll give it that. I'll give it that. Yeah. all right all right all right it's just me it's just me um, th- this is the portion of the show, bro, where we get to know you as a gamer and everything, whatever. And I love this because, you know, like myself, you more of a old. I don't even want to call us old heads. We ain't old or whatever. These kids are just young and don't know anything, man. So take us back. This first one, or whatever. What was the first video game that you can remember ever playing, owning, etc.? And what console was it on? See, I, I actually have an extremely photographic memory extremely and i remember i I remember shit from when i was like two and three like i bring up stories yeah i bring up stories from because we lived in different apartment complexes when i was one two and three and i and i specifically remember each apartment complex and how they were different so i remember situations that occurred in those apartment complexes legitimately so the first game that I can remember was when I was two years old, my dad bought a regular Nintendo, and at the time, it came with Super Mario 2. So mm. the first game I can remember in my life was Mario 2. And then, about a month later, my dad bought a, uh, a ColecoVision. Um, right. He bought a ColecoVision off of his buddy who was selling it, and he had a bunch, you know, like a bunch of games and shit. Um, so we ended up having a Coleco and a regular Nintendo. So it was a lot of Super Nintendo. There was a lot of Super Mario Brothers too, and I was obsessed with fucking Cubert. Loved me some Cubert when I was a kid. Yeah, you so. just took me back with that one or whatever. I ain't gonna hold. Yeah, you. exactly. That being said, let's get to this next one or whatever, man. Um, if you had to choose one of these from this day forward for the rest of your life between Nintendo, Sega, Sony, or Microsoft. I look you need to take Sega off of this because I feel like Nintendo owns them. If I'm not mistaken. Sega, I believe, got bought out by Nintendo, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I probably need to just take Nintendo off or whatever because that's a double negative. But go ahead. From this day forward. You know... Like, it's kind of a tough question. It is. Because, well, okay, well, it's kind of a tough question now. But I want you to think about this, okay? Now, Nintendo is is worldwide. I mean, it's, it's known worldwide. You know, Mario 
is the is, I would say is the most recognizable video game character that exists. If am I right about that? It, it, honestly, say? I think it's Mario or Pikachu, and I, I mean, just, I feel like. But, guys, but Pikachu didn't originate in a video game. Pikachu originated in a television show that started in a different country that then moved over to a very influential. I think the country. game was first, but I could be tripping. I think I I, I don't know. I, don't if the, know. Okay, I think the anime also. I mean, yeah, I think the. You might be right. Actually, I, I, you I, might the be question, right. Does the I, I guess the manga's first, and then the I don't know. I don't know. But go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Okay. I, okay. I agree okay. with you, Mario. Is, okay. Is, is, is I think Mario. I think that I think that Mario is probably the most marketable. We'll say. One hundred percent. Yes. Okay. There you go. Okay. I mean, so, it, lo, Loki. Yeah. Loki, Loki. Zelda's number three. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. I would say Link would be. I, I mean, it's gonna be Link. Link's number three. Yeah, I would say Link is number three. But um, there's a few things that you have to take into consideration. Sony is not just a company that produces video games. They're a an electronics company. So they have other divisions. They have, you know, different types of R&D that Nintendo doesn't really look into because they don't produce those commodities. Then you take a look at a company like Microsoft, who has basically, in my opinion, a monopoly over the PC market because of the fact that it's their operating system. So you have to remember, you have you have Dell, you have you know HP. You have, uh, you know, I, I think that Sony might even make like laptops or tablets or, or, or you know, something along those lines. But, you know, I mean, even if they're utilizing, you know, like an Android software, I'm just saying like Windows and Microsoft, like they they're a large, massive conglomerate. And I think that they have the potential to create more innovative products than Sony. And I think that they kind of proved that with the Series X and the PS5. I mean, the I, I think that the most beneficial thing about having a PS5 is the fact that you have access to the PS exclusives. Because obviously PlayStation exclusive games are the shits. They always have been. Right. You know, Gran Turismo, fucking god of war you know uh fucking the list goes on and on you know the new final fantasy is a playstation exclusive for the most part final fantasies were always playstation exclusive so that aspect sony is ahead in but i feel as though microsoft is far ahead of them in every other aspect i like that i i like i like the fact that you brought it broke it down and everything also I'm glad that you didn't go into your impulses of your childhood because Nintendo, a lot of people are like, yo, that was my childhood, man. This is oh, hard yeah. to let it go, you know? Oh, yeah, no, it would be it would be extremely hard, you know, to to not be able to, you know, have access to games that I grew up on. You know what I mean? But it's like after a while, I feel like if you I feel like if you get into gaming the way that we get into gaming we are the type of group who's willing to try variety 
because everybody else is trying something. You know what I mean? And everyone's always like, hey, maybe you should give this a shot. We should play together. Maybe you should try this. We should play together. Hey, man, this is on Game Pass. It's free. Maybe you should download it. Maybe we should give it a shot and see if you like it. I feel like nowadays more people are more geared towards new content, new product, more so than the retro product. I mean, it has its niche, you know, it has its its niche group of people who are strictly into that type of thing, which is great. And that's and that's like every other commodity or, or product in the world. You know, you have people who are just absolutely obsessed with it and you can't change their mind no matter what you put in front of them. So. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's just a matter of potential. We'll say that. Matter of potential. This next one, and you know, I told you for the longest or whatever until the pandemic, for me, this was Final Fantasy. But what is a popular game that you can admit to never playing? Fortnite. Interesting. Even with no build now available. Um Yeah. Fortnite. Uh I've never played Apex. Yeah, missing um, no one Apex. I said it. All right, all right, cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never played Only Up. The game looks like it would give me anxiety. Um, yeah. I mean, I've I've tried a lot of different stuff out, but like like main like mainstream games, I usually I usually dabble in just to see what they're all about. So, especially like if they're that. free. Well, yeah. Especially, so it's like I'll be cruising through Game Pass, you know, because you know, once again, DJ ADD, and it's just like, huh, let's find something different to play. Huh, what is this? And then you start reading, you start watching trailers, and you're like, ah, let's give it a shot, you know, and you fucking download it, you give it a shot. So, I always said growing up, my favorite games were between racing and fighting games. So, between these, if you had to just pick one, what are you choosing between? Super Smash Bros, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Tekken, or Marvel vs. Capcom? Well, if you just added that two right after Marvel vs. Capcom, then you would have oh, no, the no, when elite I, when, fighting game. When I, when I say Marvel vs. Capcom, it's in I know, no, I bro, know, I know. Bro, but. I, I am so glad that you comprehend and understand. These kids was, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, just arcades or whatever. Yeah. Fam, when I tell you, I used to like to go to a skating rink or whatever. I'm like, okay, obviously, skating rink was the fucking spot. But they were the only place I know around that had Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. That's, all, that's the only place you can was yeah. all, I'm, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So you tell them I can play... Like Spider Man, Wolverine, and Gambit, and what? What? See, for me, for me, what I thought was the most cool thing is that I could play Spider Man and Gambit, and then I could have fucking Ryu or Akuma oh my God. or Ken. You know, like because I love. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Street Fighter, I love Mortal Kombat, but Marvel versus Capcom Two was that was my fighting game for sure. Even and I and I love Tekken Tag, I love Tekken Three. I love the whole Mortal Kombat series. Like I, Facts. It, they got a new yeah. one dropping soon. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm very aware. Very aware. Okay. 
but like i'm into like the mortal Kombat like storyline you know like the canon and, and all that stuff like i follow that a lot street fighter canon and and stuff like that really doesn't like get me going as a 90s kid the street fighter movie on the other hand was fucking mm. top notch okay and if you disagree you're wrong no that was like the worst acting i've ever seen but it was street fighter and i was a kid all right they were making a street fighter movie i loved it Leave me go alone. back and watch mortal Kombat annihilation as an adult Dude, I have watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation multiple times as an adult, and the cheesiest... How, how high or drunk were you? Good lord. Bro, like, I mean, probably a little of both, but that's not that's not the point, okay? <laughs> that's it, not the point. It's nostalgia, okay? But yes, no, I've watched... I mean, both Mortal Kombat movies, as an adult, you're just kind of like... All right, they are definitely fucking pandering to the kids on this one. Okay, we can. Okay, I can tell. But in the second one, holy shit, holy shit, I've seen so much better acting in pornos. Oh my god, that movie! Oh, if you know, you know. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, up next, man, these could be two different things or the same one. You tell us what is the best and or your favorite Grand Theft Auto game. Oh. San Andreas, no question. San Andreas all day, every day for the rest of my life. If I had to pick one GTA that I had to play for the rest of my life and I couldn't play any others, it would be San Andreas. That game was everlasting fun. It's okay? never, it's never, it never is a wrong answer, but I mean, that's definitely always up there. Yeah. Okay. Like, Bro, you could like you know go to a casino, and you could you could just gamble your life away, and then you could just like murder everybody in the casino and get all your money back from them. Okay, it was like it never happened. All right, it was a win-win, man. You know, you get a few stars, you run away from the cops for a little while. You know, you get into an airplane, fly away, stars go away. They you come back and do it again the next day. Jetpack, man. Yeah, and they had a jetpack. Can't fuck with the jetpack. The only thing that sucked about the jetpack is that you could only use an Uzi or a handgun while you were flying it. I wanted to be able to, like, send fucking rockets at people while you're just flying through the air like Boba Fett. Jesus. Um, let's get to this next one or whatever, man. So I, I, I love this because, you know, we've been we, we've been on some highs and some lows, positive and negative or whatever this pod. So let's go get into this, man. Um, what is a popular game that you hate and or it just really lets you down hmm a popular game that i hate and or really let me down well i'm not gonna say mlb the show because i feel like that would be kind of like a you know like a stab at you know the game that we've been talking about this whole time even though we have been shitting on it constantly i'm not gonna say it not gonna say it but but i would have to say the game that has disappointed me the most recently would be the last madden just the last one and not madden overall the last couple of years Talk to it ever since 20 okay i would say ever since 20 ever since 20 i just feel like it's um it's just mundane. It's flat. It's 
repetitive. It's like, like they don't, they don't care about innovating the different aspects of the game other than the content that they drop. And that's where, like I said, that's where I feel like SDS is kind of going. Like they've, they've kind of pushed gameplay and they've kind of pushed, you know, like, you, you know, like actual like thinking, you know, like having to like actually like think in the game instead of just basically all you're doing is taking advantage of the coding in Madden. That's all it is now. You get to the line and you call seven audibles, you know, and all that does is it takes one defender out of position. And as soon as that defender gets out of position, it's a CPU defender and there's nothing you can do about it. And as soon as that position player does it, they snap the ball and there's a wide open receiver. So literally the game has become exploitation of the code itself Mm. which obviously is is it's it's pointless you know like it used to be about who was the better player on the field you know now it's just who knows the system better that's it the reverse of that with this next question what is a underrated game that you love Hmm. does it have to be current no it could be anything there is a um so the first the very first rpg i ever beat um was a game called earthbound i have heard of this game talk to me so um I, it's a game that i still play to this day i i love it love it is that is that nes or snes it is super nintendo okay. so i uh went shopping with my dad on new year or christmas eve for my mom because he had to get a last minute present and I found this game, and it had a player's guide with it. And I was like, you know what? This looks cool. I'll buy it. It was twenty. Or, you know, I told my dad, I, I want this, twenty-four bucks. So he bought it for me. Bro, when I tell you that this game is absolutely impossible without this strategy guide, and mm. even and even if you do follow the strategy guide to a T. There is a very good chance that you will fail miserably because it took me oh so very long. Oh so very long. But I finally beat it. And now I know it like the back of my hand. And I love it. And I play through it all the time and I just beat the fuck out of it. And it makes me feel good as an adult because it was something that I struggled at when I was a kid. You know? So it was just like, you know, yeah, take that. Even though it's a video game, take that. Right. You know, Mister ADD himself or whatever. I'm notorious for starting something up or whatever and then not finishing it. But what is a game that you loved but never finished? A game that I loved but never finished. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I got a list, but you know, you pick yours. I mean, game, games, whatever. Um. Like, what you have to remember, like, when you say finish, like, it has to be, like, a a specific type of game. You know, like, a single-player game. It has to be, you know, like, an adventure game. Right, because I'm like, I don't think RPG count with that, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it would have to be something along those lines. Um, I, 
it's it's hard to say because I was always oh wait I take it back Final Fantasy V. There we go. There we mm. go. Final Fantasy V. Hey, hot hot take hot take the intro song for five up there. <laughs> that joint slaps, bro. The whole soundtrack on ten it fucking slaps. Okay, I, I have those that's, songs that's on. No cap either. I have those songs on playlists. Okay. Like I can listen, I can listen to the prayer of Yevon, you know, like the song that they play in the temples. Like I can mm-hmm. listen to that song on a loop. I fucking love it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Let's so. get into. Let me see. Second to last here. Um, give us. Let me see. I, I've, I've always been switching them up. Whatever. I'm gonna stay this way. Whatever. What would be your Mount Rushmore of gaming? These can be individual games. These can be, you know, like, like series or whatever. Like instead of saying MLB 21, you could just say MLB overall. You know, just whatever. But like your face, and then we see the four games that represent you right underneath. What would those four be? Um. Well, I don't know. I mean. It might not be a well-known fact, but I am, like, a massive Star Wars junkie. Like, massive. Huge. Crazy. So, the, um, back in 2003 and 2004, they made two RPGs for Xbox. And those were Knights of the Old Republic 1 and Knights of the Old Republic 2. And those two games, in my opinion, because of the dynamic conversation system, because every single thing that you did in that game had an effect on whether you were more in tune with the light side or the dark side of the force. And in both games, whichever route you went, the storyline changed. It like also that. Right. You also chose the type of, like, Jedi you wanted to be. So you had three options. Those three options also presented different storylines within the game as well. So, the original Knights of the Old Republic was actually the 2003 game of the year. And it is... If you like Star Wars, and you like a good rpg that's not too much of a grind like it's not like crazy grind it's definitely something to give a shot it's on steam it's like 4.99 damn i was gonna say is this on game pass yeah no it's not on game pass it's 9.99 on xbox 4.99 on steam but the second one holy fuck dude i logged and you can look on my steam account i've logged over 500 hours on that game because I've played through the game with every single type of playable character. So the three different types of Jedi that you can be, male or female, I've played through with all six of those versions. And then at that point, at a certain point in the game, you become a different type of Jedi, like an upgraded type of Jedi. And I've played with all of those as well. So I've literally played through that game in every single way possible and i've done it a few times mm. like let me maybe not all of them a few times but i've played a few times after playing with every character because every storyline's different every single one no questions asked and this was something that was made in 2003 
2005 or 2004. It was fucking ridiculous. So innovative. Amazing. Those two are definitely in there. Okay. Then I would have to say Final Fantasy X. Because, because, like I said, I am, I'm a sucker for a good story, you know? So, to me, the writing of that plot and, you know, like, the the, you know, just the concept of the storyline and where it went and, and everything, to me, it was just, it was amazing. It was completely innovative you know and obviously there are a lot of games out there now who employ the same tactics but we're in 2023 this right. was 2001 okay it, it, you can't even compare you can't compare especially when you go back and look at um final fantasy 9 that was on the playstation 1 yes 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 even 7 like 7 for a ps1 was amazing absolutely amazing so but uh number four number four the most fun game that to have ever existed in my opinion and that is going to be assassin's creed 4 black flag okay hit me with a curveball here okay i didn't see this one coming dude i love i've i've hundred percented that game I can't even I don't even know how many times. You know how you like get the you know how you get like the platinum trophies on PlayStation? Mm-hmm. When I had a P when I had a PS3, it was the only platinum trophy I had. I hundred percented that game so many times. I loved that game. I found all the treasure. I beat all the ships. I fucking <laughs> did everything. I loved that game. Mm, so okay. yeah, I, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely didn't see that one coming. Yeah. You know, I wasn't going to be like, I like MLB the show. I like mine. <laughs> I am a very good fan of that. Yeah, no. Um, second to last thing before I get you up out of here, man. Of course, appreciate your time and everything, whatever here. But let's get into this. And that would be, what would you say is your greatest video game accomplishment? My greatest video game accomplishment when um i think i was 11 or 12 when i was 11 or 12 i learned how to beat super mario world uh sub 14 minutes so i could beat the whole game like going through like all the back channels and like star road and shit and then wind up on bowser's doorstep and beat bowser and i could do it in less than 14 minutes so that was kind of my uh that was kind of like my my big accomplishment. I used to get hammered at parties, dude, when I was in high school. And people would be like, bro, you got to watch Matt play. Like, you, dude, you got to watch Matt play Super Mario World. You beat it. And I was just like, all right, give me the controller. Let's do it. And I would just fire through the game. And people were like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> so, yeah, I could speed run Super Mario World. Other than that, nothing special. Hey, bro, we we love it. And last thing before I get you up out of here, man, you know, like, 
of course, you know, like I, I didn't say this at the beginning, whatever. I've been tripping or whatever. I've been slacking. Oh, it's been a lot. Of, it's been a while since I've done one of these and everything. But when Shit. people come to your channel, when they see you in other people's stuff, when they see you out everywhere, or whatever, besides thinking that you might be Gala or Kevin Love or whatever, when they come and see you on your stream and everything, which, of course, you know, we're going to drop the bio and all the links and everything in the description, and everything below, you know, all the info and everything. Yeah. What should they expect? They should they expect. See. What should they expect? Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when you come to a lefty touch stream on Twitch TV, you should expect the following. You should expect mid-gameplay. You should expect pretty good tunes. You should expect some pretty fun times. And if you haven't met me, and if you don't know me, you're, you're going to get a lot of corny ass jokes but you're also gonna get some fucking bangers i promise the, the corny Pe- jokes are like his they're his favorites well yeah i'm the dad of the group man all right those are my dad jokes you gotta come you gotta have the fucking dad jokes bro all right back off hey. how dare you how dare you how dare you? That, that, that's all. That's all I got and everything. Before I close this out, like always or whatever, do you have anything for the people before I let you go, bro? I appreciate you one more time. No, I mean, I love the people. Like I love this community. Like when I found you guys last year, like it, it genuinely changed my life because I went through, I went through a period of time where I lost my best friend. He didn't die. It was even worse. He he mm. was taken over. He was taken over by a succubus. Mm. Okay, this woman ruined his life. He did. Did you it, did you go get your homies or whatever and play a song back in reverse? If you know, no. you know, guys. Yeah, but no. Don't explain it to the kids. Don't explain to the kids. Make them look it up. Hello there, children. Uh, that's all. That's all I think about. <laughs> and then Cartman's blind. And, uh, you guys, what's going on? I can't see Back. you guys. You guys, there's something going on. Um, is Kenny okay? Hey, is Kenny okay? That's a button, fat ass. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, the succubus. But so yeah, no, I I lost my I lost my best friend, and I moved out here specifically for him. So I left all my friends back home to come out here for him. And so when I lost him, I, you know, I did a lot of shit on my own, you know. And then we had the kid, so I did even less shit, you know. Did a lot more shit on my own. And then, um, no, I found the community and I started hanging out in people's streams and, you know, I was like, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was fucking hilarious, you know, when I would fucking throw up those sirens and, and, you know, make people perform. That's what I do. All right. I'm trying to make you perform. All right. Make you work for that sub. Okay. But no, I, I love everybody in this community I, I love supporting everybody i love the way that everybody supports each other i love the fact that we have you know there are certain people in this community who are just absolute goats and i appreciate them to no end and they know who they are because i try to let them know on a regular basis so i will i will always do everything in my power to put you guys out there to make you guys better that's my goal and i like doing it 
right, I'm a dimer. I've always been a dimer. I will set you up to score. That's what I'm here for. Hey man, there's there's no there's no better way I could do like you know go behind that besides of course man. One more time, whatever, lefty touch on the way out or whatever, you know, make sure to check out the bio description, all that good stuff below, whatever, you know, follow them on Twitch and all the other platforms or whatever. You are all there at the same thing, either lefty touch or lefty touch 25, correct? Yeah. 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 So it's either lefty touch or lefty touch 25. I'm still trying to get everything uniform, but there are certain platforms where I can't get rid of the 25. So it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Hey, bro, tell the people who you is, man. You know what I'm saying? Also, the, the, the 25 is there to throw off this, the hint. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yo, is that Gala? Um, <laughs> that, that would be said, man. Of course, man, appreciate you, bro. Another great one or whatever in the book. Sometime he gave us, um, like we say it at the beginning, let's say it again at the end and everything. Remember, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the bottom description, all that good stuff below. Hot move summer. Make sure to go get your merch, all that good stuff and everything or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? The vibrations. Go give Lefty some love. Tell him Mookie sent you, whatever. He'll appreciate that. And also you, you, you know, just just ask him about some anything. Anything that we talked about in this pod or whatever, he'll appreciate it, whatever. Trust lefties to talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll talk about anything. All right. I get along the devil if you give me the opportunity. All right. I love everybody. <laughs> hey, that, with that one being said, man, I'm going to get up out of here or whatever. It's late over here on the East Coast. Get this out to y'all ASAP or whatever. Appreciate you, bro. So, of course, he goes by Lefty. I go by Mookie. And until next time, to let us go.